I'm Kat Siggers, creator and host of Offscript With. My co-host today is our content producer, the fabulous Tori Lyons. First up in the isolation series, recorded over Skype, we have Fez Mia from SofaShare Wales. SofaShare Wales was set up on social media in light of the current pandemic. Their team consists of Fez Mia and Justin Cliff. They regularly perform on their Facebook page live and they also have regular guests who are keeping people entertained. Today we go off script with SofaShare Wales. Who are you and where do you come from? I am Fez. I come from, I currently reside and live and work in Newport in Wales. But I was actually born in South England in a city called Southampton. Yeah, but I've been in Newport for about like 11 years, 12 years almost. Uh, I set up shop here, I work here, I, I run a studio here. Um, and two organisations here as well. So what what drew you to Newport? How did you come to... I, I came to study in Newport, actually. So I originally studied in Bournemouth. I finished my degree off in Newport and I just stayed. Wonderful. So what does your studio do? So the current studio I run is a, it's a portraiture and product photography studio. Small studio space where I just kind of shoot products for people as well as portraiture. Portraiture is mostly for creatives and, and the kind of people that SofaShare is seeing, actually. The art theatre makers, singers, musicians, that kind of stuff. Okay, so how did you come up with the idea, or did you come up with the idea for Sofa Stage Wales? How did that come about? Well, Sofa Stage Wales is now called Sofa Share Wales. I'll tell you how that name changed. I think it was, when was lockdown? When is, I think it was about three weeks ago now. Just a bit before that, few people were self-isolating. About almost a week before that, actually. Yeah, uh, I did. Yeah, people that had concerns with like they had you know flu type symptoms or cold or anything like that, and two friends self isolated. One of which is Justin, who's uh, my the friend that's kind of been doing this with me. The other guy, well actually he wasn't self isolating. His wife was. It's an interesting case where the office that she worked in. Uh, the few people that worked there and one of the members of her team was struggling with self-isolation. From what I, what my friend was telling me, he didn't have a lot of friends outside the situation of work anyway. So, you know, he went from a quite small team anyway into a self-isolation setup where you didn't really have a lot of friends and a lot of people to talk to. So he found it really hard, basically. He found it really tough to self-isolate. And then she, my friend's wife, decided to organise bingo through Skype. And it was a really beautiful moment of realising, like, you can help each other. From that moment, the next day I called Justin. He's like, Justin, how's your isolation going? He goes, oh, mate, stressed out. You know, I don't know what it is. Turns out, by the way, he had a cold. He didn't have any. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank the Lord, really, let's be honest. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, he did it in, in, in apprehension. And, um, yes, yeah, so the next day after speaking uh, to my friend, and I spoke to Justin the next day. I was like, hey, here's an idea. Why don't we just, like, try fun things we could do with each other and support each other while we're in this weird social pressure? That very evening, Sofa Stage was built. Um, that same evening, we made a Twitter and a Facebook to share it amongst our friends. Uh, like I said, my, I, I run two agencies in Newport. One's a, a dance company. And one's a, a youth agent, a youth arts program. He runs a theatre company. So we knew a lot of creative people and we just got the word out to them immediately across South Wales. We just talked and just tagged our friends in, immediate friends in. And it just went from there. So, so you said about Sofa Share Wales. So how did that change then? It changed about a week ago where you know, every other day me and Justin are reflecting on 
the platform, we're reflecting on ourselves, we're reflecting on our practice and what we've learned over the years. And the stage element disappeared. We felt that what this really was, was a sharing platform, not a staging platform. So your tagline, let's create during quarantine, is such a positive message. Why do you think it's important for people to keep creating during this time? I think, I mean, it's changed. It's actually, it's a great question you asked that, because it's actually changed. Let's create during quarantine is still a tagline, but it was originally, again, it was, just to go back to that story, it was originally for me, Justin, our friends, our network, the people we knew. And that's, it was originally for them. So let's create during quarantine. We're still, we're still creative people. I know we don't have theatres and venues to create it within at the moment. I think I think ultimately, let's create during quarantine. Mirrors what a friend said. And if we can go off the cuff, we'll go off the cuff now. But uh, she said to me, creativity and culture isn't really ubiquitous to us surviving. We don't need to, to exist and survive. We don't need to be creative. But being creative allows us kind of reminds us what it is to be alive it allows us to live what life we have with a bit of joy that's more of a more of a perspective i think of why that tagline is important let's create during quarantine also to say let's 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 be joyous that we're alive yes let's 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 appreciate a few things that we can make we can share music we can share photography and do yesterday i released the all Wales photo marathon. I'm not sure if you've seen that yet, but uh, that's a new project on Sofa Share, and a tagline for that is yeah, creativity reminds us of our humanity. We need it. We need it more than ever. Do you want to continue with Sofa Share Wales after the lockdown has been lifted? Sofa Share, in the spirit of pop up, it was designed to be ad hoc. It was designed to just be hey, this is just a bit of fun. So there was no plan to let it run forever or a long period of time. It's just just during quarantine. But as time has gone on and the more conversations I have, the the issue of digital work, the issue of connecting to isolated groups of people, people are suggesting to keep it on. But, you know, I'm not going to say yes, I'm not going to say no. I don't know is the answer. We're not monetizing it. There's no, there's no money that comes into Super Share. This is just purely a passion project, purely a means of sharing and connecting and developing whatever we can and do you think i mean your facebook page has had nearly like three thousand likes and you said obviously you don't put any money into it so do you believe that it's the power of the content that you're producing and the need like you said for this creation and sharing and art that has driven those likes and shares and watches how it's got to turn out, I don't know. I don't know how. Uh, I think, I mean, if I was to be reflective on it, I think it's just people to people. And people have just shared and talked and commented. We've not pumped money into it. This is all organic. Yeah, I, I can't give you an answer exactly how it's happened. So I have no idea yeah. how it's happened, but it's, it's, it's just happened. happened. Yeah, that's, that's wonderful. Awesome. So how do you how do you get your guests involved with Sofa Share Wales? Uh, originally, a call-out was made through my Facebook and through Justin's Facebook. And we decided, oh, wow, we've got a lot of commentary here. Let's just turn it into a form. So we turned it into a form. And then in a few days, what about? I think it was like 90 people came forward. It was crazy. Just so many people were coming forward. Building timetables was quite stressful in the early couple of weeks. It's now become a bit more formulaic. So we have regular streamers now. Uh, and then we have a few flexible slots. And we've also themed the slots. So Thursday night will be music night. So we look for a musician Thursday night and etc. etc. The days have been, again, we're just finessing the whole system in the setup. Yeah. Like today, we've got meditation at, no, tomorrow, meditation at 6 pm. And that's going to become a, an art. So Saturdays are like well being days. So 
3 p.m. is an arts club, new arts club for kids, and 6 p.m. is meditation. And then 9 p.m. I think we've got some yoga, I think I can't remember top my head. And Sundays is food now. So like, yeah, we're kind of like, the days are theming a little bit. Yeah, so you said um, that Saturdays are sort of like a mindfulness um, day. The theme is coming around now and you focus on mindfulness and well-being in the streams that you have. Do you think, particularly now, society is paying enough attention to mental health and well-being? The topic is huge. Uh, Mental health is important. Uh, People are more aware of this topic than ever before. And that's, pro- that's before pandemic. My learning is the East and West divide does exist. We see mindfulness as a bolt-on, while the East see it as more as just part of our lives. Part of their lives, it's just normal. So we're learning to try and attach it to the normal, not have it just as, you know, that half an hour a week you go do a bit of yoga. It's the way we have been uh, also... Programmed. Conditioned to look at these things, right? Like mindfulness should happen uh, by having a gym membership. Um, well, actually, what we need is nutrition. What we need is, you know, good sleep, the good sleep plans, and everything else in between. Less processed food, etc., etc. Yeah. But we're learning this now the hard way. Like, under pandemic, I think we're learning this the hard way about, you know, where does our food come from? What if our food doesn't turn up? You know, uh, we're, we're a lot more mindful our uh, access to food and and water and etc etc so I think it's obviously going to be put to the fore as part of this I would call it a spiritual awakening I guess so it is it's deeply important I mean I mean I've got patterns now in my day which I never really realized you know I'll do a workout every day now <laughs> I have to yeah so I'm learning new patterns and I'm cooking a lot more I'm eating better than ever yeah same um it's just learning that new way of life isn't it really it's learning to slow down. I think that's the, yeah. the issue we have in a, in a Western and also most part of guest the neoliberal world is we are constantly on a hamster wheel and in that hamster wheel we're going faster and faster and faster and faster and faster and faster. But this perfectly, I guess, natural virus has told us to slow the heck down. In that slowing down, we learn to reconnect. And in that slowing down, we learn to show gratitude again and learn to kind of be mindful of our own thoughts as well as our own actions again yeah i think you've really hit the nail on the head with that whole like this is life telling us to slow down you know no it, it is we we live in such a a fast-paced world where we have access to so much information that it becomes you know overwhelming to say the least we as, finesse we finesse productivity productivity at such high levels so and what this sort of shows is what does it mean you know when yeah. that's taken away what are the outcomes? You know, what the things that we deem as being permanent are not really that permanent. No. It's a reminder that these things are not permanent, and these things that we, we, we prioritise as being these hierarchical, solid structures can be taken away by something that's invisible. Is the Literally. point? So yeah. it's, re- it's reinforcing that idea that unless you, whilst these things are here, you, unless you show a bit of gratitude towards them, they can be swept away quickly. Okay. So, quick fire rounds. You ready first? Okay, yes, go for it. Okay, if you could choose anyone to be quarantined with, who would it be and why? Go. I would be quarantined with a a yogi. I think I would love to explore the immaterial, things that we can't physically touch. What? What's infinite? I want to know. Love it. If you had to choose between reading and watching TV, which one would it be? Reading. What's the first thing you're going to do when social distancing and lockdown is over? I'm going to hug so many people. It's unbelievable. Oh, Oh, that's so lovely. 
Yeah, no, that's amazing. No, I'm going to go hug my mum. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to hug everyone, to be honest. Yeah, just touch people's faces. Just be like, hi. How are you? <laughs> yeah, because you're you're quite a hugger, aren't you, Tor? So. I'm, I'm a very tactile yeah. person. <laughs> I'm such an artsy levy who just yes, loves it. It's actually gross sometimes. Shut up. No, it's not. Okay. Um, so we've come back to some just normal pace questions now. And I suppose you've sort of touched on it a little bit through your responses. But I suppose if we think outside of Sofa Sheer Wales now, how has the pandemic impacted your life? Um, the good things and the bad things? Uh, the good, I mean, the good side, I have a quite a beautiful circle of friends you know people that are compassionate that are active that are deeply connected to their communities who have skills that are profoundly diverse you know that's that's reminded me of that i realized you know social share is not possible without the people that i've met over 10 12 years if we're the sum of everything before us i'm glad i've met some great people bad thing oh, i want a garden i don't have a garden it's 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 stressing it's like i'm watching people grow stuff I'm like oh man i don't have a garden i would love to have a garden i mean beyond good and bad it's you know a good and a bad is understanding my privilege really that's a good and a bad i live on my own i have tons of space i'm just in a stream and chat to friends on phone and i don't have to worry about the kids i don't have to put the bed i don't have to make sure they're fed <laughs> and you know i have a deep privilege so how do you think your life will change when uh, the social distancing is lifted thinking about the values you've just sort of spoken about how do you think that's going to sort of change to be honest i don't think my values will change i think i've I think I've always approached a lot of my actions in a similar way. And I think I was saying to someone today, actually, there's a level of bravery needed to act in times like this. And I think I've always been like, just go do it, let's go try it. And I think that's a freelancer head. Like, freelancers are very good at change. We embrace change on an intrinsic level. Change is inevitable. It's going to get me more focused, I think, understanding what I have and how I need to utilize it in a, in a way that, yeah, that's effective in. And coming back to sort of creating and the arts, where do you see the creative aspect of, of life and the arts going moving forward after this? This I had this conversation with the director of a theatre, an entire theatre, as well as the director of an opera company, as well as the director of a funding organisation today. And we don't know. Nobody knows. No one has answers. No, all we have is speculation. This is a, a social economic tragedy. I'm going to use that word. As a tragedy of sorts of understanding the, the systems we have propped up, the systems we believed will be solid, but have proved not to be. <laughs> so the arts in itself uh, are going to be pushed, and I guess I guess what's going to unravel uh, are going to be the deep privileges that have been fostering and festering for a bit too long within the arts. I think, and I'm very this is very personal now. So I believe there's been too much clickiness there's been too much acceptance of the status quo of inequality yeah that will that will that will rear its teeth hard after this mm. and i believe the arts will see it and they'll see it for what they how we have ignored it we have ignored it for long many have i don't think i have for too long but we have at least the systems have anyway or, or the, the gatekeepers i should say so i think that will create a huge rift for them it'll be tough for them they won't be able to adapt as fast. It'll be tough. Yeah. But in those moments of toughness, we'll learn. We'll learn what we need, who we need. And that, again, you know, you can only achieve so much on your own. You need people. And I think it will remind us that 
you know, not the sum of our privilege and our, and our, and our resting on our laurels. This is damaging way of living and being and creating. We have to look outwardly. We have to be uh, deeply collaborative. We're a collaborative species, and I believe that fully, 100%. We're, by design, we are collaborative, and we're, we're going to be reminded of that after this. Yeah, 100%. Wonderful. So um, now we're uh, going to ask the last question that we've got for you, which is a question we ask every guest that comes on off script with. So what's the biggest piece of advice you have for any artist going into the industry? Don't apologise. I'll never apologise. I need to learn that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah me too. Want to create understand the the, the the power of that position mm. the responsibility of that position great power comes with great responsibility spider-man's dad said that he's crying better than understand and value that power don't abuse it but don't apologize for being creative be it like with full intent with a laser guided focus love it is there anything you'd like to plug? How can we find you on social media? And who are the next guests to appear on Sofa Share Wales? Sofa Share Wales is facebook.com forward slash Sofa Share Wales and Twitter. Currently, I would like to plug the All Wales Photo Marathon. It came out yesterday with 136 people participating so far. It's a photography meditative game. So the idea is you have a, a series of topics. These topics are encouraging you to be creative about uh, applying your thinking, your your very being into creating a singular photograph to embody that entire topic. Um, so that's out. That's going to be running until the end of quarantine. Um, and the prize for that is uh, a giant exhibition. We're just going to do a giant exhibition of thousands of photographs shared um, just to remind us of this really odd, obscure moment in time um, and what we all went through, just in some sort of big hug, I think. <laughs> Uh, um, so that's happening and that's uh, uh, www.wales.photo you can find that and it's also on Sofa Share Wales and every Thursday at 6pm me and a professional photographer or a local person will talk about these topics we'll talk openly about these topics we'll break them down we'll encourage you know, help inspire we'll discuss we'll deconstruct the work as much as we can to support people in the process of meditating on these ideas. Um, I myself, create the first, you can find me on Twitter. Yeah, I think I've planned everything. Yeah. Amazing. Wonderful. Perfect. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much, Fez, for going off script with us. Don't forget, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud or your favourite streaming service to listen to all our episodes. Head over to Instagram and Twitter, follow us on at OffScriptWith, give us a like, give us a follow, subscribe and review us on Apple Podcasts. But most importantly, stay safe. Cheers, darling!